Hello there, everyone, and welcome to HPAC On The Air, the monthly podcast of HPAC Engineering Magazine, a publication of Endeavor Business Media. I'm Rob McManamy, Editor-in-Chief of HPAC Engineering, and our guest today is mechanical engineer Ginger Scoggins. Since June, the, the new 2023-24 President of the American Society of Heating, Refrigeration, and Air Conditioning Engineers, commonly known as ASHRAE. Now, Ms. Scoggins is a Principal at Engineer Designs, Inc. in Cary, North Carolina and past chair of ASHRAE's Building Headquarters Ad Hoc Committee. She also led ASHRAE's delegation to the United Nations COP26 Climate Change Conference in Glasgow in late 2021. And she first appeared on this podcast early last year to help recap that event. So Ginger, welcome back to HPAC on the air. Thanks, Rob. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Now, now when you assumed ASHRAE's top slot in June, uh, your inaugural speech uh, set the theme for your presidential year with this title, Challenge Accepted, Tackling the Climate Crisis. Uh, could you please summarize for our listeners a bit uh, why you chose that theme and, and what steps you've maybe taken already in the first few months here uh, to make uh, to make those term, that term a reality, I guess, in your term? Yeah. So the whole purpose of that theme, right, is to, to talk about the fact that ASHRAE is accepting the challenge of educating our members on how to address climate change. You know, buildings contribute close to 40% of all global greenhouse gas emissions. So that's not just operational carbon, that's embodied carbon, you know, life cycle carbon of buildings. So, you know, it our members need to get on board with the fact that decarbonization and electrification of buildings is what's going to be needed to address the climate crisis moving forward. So what I'm trying to say with that theme is ASHRAE has accepted that challenge. We've got all, we've got tons of things in the works to get our members on board and educated and, and ready to address this challenge. Um, so just that's the whole purpose is to say that we're, we're ready, we're doing it. Now, sticking with that theme and, and you mentioned about getting all the members on board and those members are, are everywhere. everywhere. Uh, so, so yeah, could you just tell us a little bit about how your, well, how your recent international experience with COP26 has, has shaped your approach to this subject and uh, and with the International Society, how do you spread the word so far and wide that, that, that all your members and chapters are indeed on board, as you say? Yeah, so, you know, we have chapter conferences for all of our regions. We have 15 regions and I've been recently to region 14, which is um, Europe and region 13, which is Asia. And, uh, you know, in the next week, I'm going to South America. And then after that, um, I'm going into Sri Lanka for our region at large, which has 30 chapters uh, in multiple countries. So we're trying to spread the word with all of the information ASHRAE has available to help our members. You know, most of the growth is going to be in the global south. You know, the global north is going to be is fairly stagnant in terms of new buildings. It's mainly the renovation of existing buildings that's the problem here. But in the South with new buildings, getting those so that they're actually, you know, out of the gate designed with low to zero carbon initiatives is the goal. So, you know, over 20 something percent of our members is our international members. And so trying to make sure that everybody knows what's available from ASHRAE to help them in this arena is the goal. And when you say South, you're referring to Southern Hemisphere, right? Or not just yeah. South America even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Now, with actually, I'm just curious with how how large of a delegation goes with you to Sri Lanka, or or is it uh, does the president elect go as well, or or what what kind yeah, of yeah for Sri Lanka actually the president elect and the treasurer, which are the three senior officers for Ashray, will be going. All of us will be going to Sri Lanka because it is a regional conference for our region at large, and our region at large encompasses Africa, um, you know, um, Pakistan, India, all uh, you know, a lot of area over there. Um, is covered by our region at large. So all of the delegations from all of those countries will be at this meeting. And so, you know, my goal is to let the delegations know that this information is there and then from them to take that information back to their constituents. Um, now, with the work of, of, I guess, the vital work, basically, of, of ASHRAE, the, the new task force, so I guess it's in its third year now, I think, on, on decarbonization, Yep. Um, and the recent epidemic task force that uh, that's going kind of morphed into into other task forces, I think, uh, or other committees, standing committees. Yep. Now that's really put the society on the well, just in recent years, really on the front lines of uh, unprecedented uh, current events. Now I, I can't think of any time that Ashray has ever been in such a pivotal role of global professional influence at, at such a critical time. So, how is that climate crisis and and the pandemic? Uh, how has it changed the way ASHRAE approaches its work? I mean, where once things, um, I don't know, might have seemed more academic, did, did, does everything feel more, I don't know, urgent now? Or or is there just much more gravitas to the whole endeavor? I mean, you're right, right? I mean, who could have imagined that the the two things that ASHRAE is most known for, right, which is indoor air quality with the pandemic and energy conservation, right, with the whole climate crisis would come to a head at almost the exact same time. But, mm -hmm. um, but these are where we shine. This is what our members do. So um, we're fortunate to have industry experts on both topics that, um, that can, can do what needs to be done to make sure that we address the issues and we address them timely. Yes, everything feels much more urgent. We are trying to operate at the speed of business and not the speed of ASHRAE, which in the past could have been a little bit slower than it needed to be. Um, looking at our, you know, our standard 241 that came out for um, pathogen mitigation, um, that was quick, right? That was like four months from issuance from start to issuance. So it was a very quick standard. Would that even be a record? That is a record. That is a record. Um, our, our new standard on uh, on carbon, standard 240P, um, went from conception to public review in four months, but mm -hmm. it's, it's going to take, it takes some time to get those public review comments back. That's an ANSI standard, so it's a little bit more rigorous of a process. 241 was not an ANSI standard yet, but the plan is to make it that way in the future. Just curious with the, the, I mean, we've been doing these interviews for um, on podcasts for a couple, for three years now, I guess. Mm -hmm. And with the each time I've interviewed a, the ASHRAE president, it's been a you know a compelling, vital year since this subject has all come together within the last. Uh, Otherwise, uh, you wouldn't year. be interviewing us. That's perhaps not. <laughs> um, but uh, so I imagine that you're you're consulting with prior presidents as well to, to some degree sure. about how they've uh, how they've all approached this subject, these sure. subjects. Sure. Yeah, every president in ASHRAE has a little bit different focus, but we try to make mm -hmm. them so they kind of build on each other so that we don't lose momentum 
You know, you don't want to turn a ship in one direction and have the next person turn around and turn it in the next direction. So you try to get it so that it's um, continually turning in the right direction. Right. Now, I guess just with uh, with such compelling issues that the society is working on, I would think that it's it's helped to inspire more input and enthusiasm from um, young engineers and newer members. And I know that that's part, another priority for your for your term in office too. And maybe could you speak a little bit about the society's? Well, I guess the your ongoing diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, and other efforts or initiatives uh, specifically to reach out to to young engineers. I, I know I know that's been a focus for for you as well. Yeah, we're fortunate. We have a very very strong uh, young engineer and ASHRAE committee. They're called the Yay Committee, and they. Um, they're very passionate. They they've actually one of one of my goals was to develop a decarbonization challenge, and we turned that over to the Yay Committee, and they developed the framework and the challenge for our for our regions and our chapters. And that just went live a couple of weeks ago, where people can submit for a grant up to ten thousand dollars for a grant for a decarbonization effort, and the Ash and Ashray is going to support that. So that was actually established by our yay committee, but mm-hmm. they are so young folks are so passionate. The way to get young folks into our industry, if you just talk about, you know, designing HVAC equipment, they kind of yawn. But if you talk about saving the planet and climate <laughs> change and all of the, all of the differences you can make in the building services side, building sciences, it makes a big difference in getting young people into ASHRAE. You know, as far as our uh, DEI, that's ongoing and it will always be ongoing. Um, we have a DEI subcommittee to the board of directors that is working on in, ingratiating diversity, equity, inclusion throughout all of our committees, throughout all of our uh, chapters and regions. So they're doing a really good job. Just going back for a moment to the decarbonization challenge and the uh, the availability of grants, is that how many uh how many grants i guess is the maximum is that's available to all chapters or is that uh yeah it's uh, available to all chapters and all regions and we're going to pick i think we've we've allocated fifty thousand dollars so okay. you can get one thousand to ten thousand dollar grant depending on what you need to do the decarb what you're trying to do and so we've got applications open on our website and people are going to apply the yay committee will select the winners and then um mm-hmm. let people know at our chicago meeting and um, and then um, they can they're going to be able to report on what they've done in our Indianapolis summer meeting. And the uh, the Chicago meeting is that late January, early early February, right? It is late January. Yes, January in Chicago. That's where everybody. Needs oh, to. <laughs> that's where I am. So it'll, it'll be uh, <laughs> it'll be wondrous. Okay. Um, well, this is all good. And I guess aside from. Uh, some of the, the bigger issues, I guess, the headline grabbing stuff uh, what, that we've already mentioned. What, what, what's some of the other work that uh, that Ashray is involved with right now that uh, that our readers might be interested in? What, what, what should we keep an eye out for in the, in the months ahead that uh, might otherwise uh, slip beneath the radar here? Well, so we have just recently taken over the MEP 2040 challenge, which was held by the Carbon Leadership Forum. Um which is uh, a challenge to engineers to design um, zero carbon buildings, uh, operational carbon by 2030, I think, and uh, embodied carbon by 2040. So that's happening. Uh, we, we just won a grant from DOE for almost $3 million with 
some partners. We have four states that we've partnered with that um, to train the state inspectors on mm-hmm. energy and energy yeah, reduction. Yeah. So, um, so we've got that going on. There's just there's so much going on right now. We're going to COP28. Um, we've got a good delegation going to COP28. Oh, We're, is that just this fall? Is that uh, that is in in uh, the UAE in Dubai this fall? And okay. we've we've got several side events um, that we've put in for. You don't know COP is difficult, but you don't know what you've got until later mm-hmm. on. We put in for several. We put in for a pavilion. We've um, we've teamed with a bunch of different organizations. We've got our decarbonization conference coming in DC in um, in October, which is big. So that's um, that's getting sold out, which is fantastic. We've got another an international decarbonization conference planned for Madrid in April. Um, okay, which is uh, in the planning stages. There's just a lot going on. Uh, that's the, the, this that's april 2024 the, the yeah. uh, decarbonization wow okay yeah, yeah. That, that is that's even more going on than i realized yeah um and actually could you go back for a moment what what is the mep challenge that you said at the, at the outset there that uh, mep 2040 challenge you can look it okay. up on, uh, it's a challenge for design engineers to reduce carbon in their designs and Ashray has joined that now, or is that are you the main sponsor of that, or, or? we are the main sponsor of that now? It's it's okay. under for this year. It's under our task force, so we're going to okay. where it lands uh, after this year. Well, Ginger, thanks so much for out, outlining all of that. And I guess, uh, and with all of that going on, I'm just one one question I have is as a uh, your principal and founder of your own firm there in North Carolina, now how do you balance the time away from? Uh, from your business when you're in a top leadership role of a global society like this, especially at a time like this. Now, this is at least a three-year commitment now, I guess, with, with being, you know, president-elect and past president. And could you tell yeah. us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about that experience and how the reality so far, I guess, may have, may have differed a bit from, uh, from what you might've expected. Yeah. What's the saying? If you want something done, give it to a busy person because it'll get <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's good. I, I'm actually very fortunate in my business. I've got some good partners that are picking up my slack for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully they'll, um, they won't boot me out after this year. We'll see, but they're doing a great job. Um, I'm able to not be in the office as much, but you know, today with all the zoom calls, like what we're doing and all the emails and everything you can Wi-Fi everywhere, you can mm-hmm. kind of work from everywhere these days, which is pretty nice. So I don't find that I miss a beat much, most of the time. Sometimes I miss a beat, but most of the times I don't miss a beat. And now you can work on planes too, so you don't ever get away from it. Wonderful. <laughs> That's why I did hear that phrase at some point of that you're not, uh, um, you're not. Let's see, what's you're not working at, uh, you're not working at home. You're living at work. That's right. That's right. You can't disconnect uh, anymore, hardly. That's right. Well, Ginger, thanks so much. I wish you luck with all this. I'm sure we'll, we'll touch base again uh, uh, along the way here um, uh, with for updates. Just Even just this fall has, has so much going on that we'll have to be back in touch for sure, I think. But uh, so thanks again for your time. Thank you. And uh, I'm afraid that's all we have time for here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So Ginger, thanks again. Um, and uh, for updating us on all things ASHRAE. And for our listeners, if you like what you heard here, please click like to subscribe and visit our website at hpac.com. And uh, 
specifically our my members only section go there to, to to listen to previous podcasts so thanks everyone for joining us today um, and we'll see you next time on HPAC on the air thanks again Digital. thank you Rob.